may be seated. God's goodness is running after us. God's goodness is also ahead of us, drawing us into this next year. And so while so far in this service we have been looking back, we're now going to turn our attention to the future. Now in just a couple minutes, we'll have the opportunity to write out our hopes and our fears of 2023 on the walls to my left and right. And again, uh, kids, this is for you. Now when we say hopes and fears, think about something you're excited about um, in 2023. Perhaps it's, it's going on a trip. Maybe it's trying a new thing. Uh, maybe it's making a new friend. And then what are you fearful of? What are you nervous about? Again, maybe it's trying a new thing or wanting to make a new friend. I mean, for so many of us adults, we have the hope of, of perhaps having this year just simply be a little bit different than last year. And maybe the fear is that it will be just all too similar to what we've just moved from. Again, as we look toward the future, this can take the form of a spiritual practice, of a spiritual discipline, far beyond new year, new me, or this is what I resolve to do, but rather this is ultimately about entrusting ourselves to the one whose goodness is running after us, who's ahead of us, drawing us toward him. See, giving words to our hopes and fears is a reminder that we're not ultimately in control of our lives, though we try so hard to be. It's so difficult to open our, our hands. We want to control, despite all of our lives that say it is impossible to control it, we so desperately want to. James 4, 13 through 15 reminds us in this way, come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. You see, in naming our hopes and fears, we acknowledge that we cannot make the future the way we want it to be. Again, is it, about, it is about dependence. Entrusting our lives to the God who holds on to us, no matter what we might face. Now, we might not be able to control the future, but we can learn to trust the God who goes before us and is with us even now. So as we entrust, as you entrust your hopes and fears to God, we want to hand over the things that we desperately want to see happen and the things that we desperately do not want to see happen, the things we want to avoid. We want to trust what Jesus says when he says, your father knows what you need before you ask him. Is that the type of God that we believe in? A good father who knows what we will ask. A good father that we can entrust our lives to. And so together we want to acknowledge that type of God and that that type of God will be with us through it all. So in just a moment, um, you're, going to be, you're going to stand and you're going to move to the sides. There should be pens there and you can write on the pieces of paper things that you're hopeful for, things that you might be fearful of. And again, that this is an act of worship that we together can say to God, this is my life. This is where my mind is. This is what I can't wait to see happen and by God, I hope it happens. 
or Lord Jesus, I hope that this doesn't happen. These, again, are moments of worship. So go ahead and stand. The worship team's gonna come up. You're gonna move to the sides and you're going to write on those pieces of paper your hopes and your fears of 2023. You guys can take a seat. My name is Will Vakurvich. I'm one of the pastors here, and my family and I have been here for a year. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't say that for applause, but thank you. And it's, it's interesting to reflect back on the last year. I remember sitting with my family on this side. We had never done Remembering Rightly service. My boys were super nervous about having to wear uniforms at school and masks because we came from Arizona and we didn't have those things. And, and that felt really, really big to them. Um, Aaron and I had our own fears and, and hopes and processing the transition and, and leaving Arizona and moving to California and all of these things. And then a few months later, very unexpectedly, we found out that she was pregnant. And that took a lot of our focus, <laughs> this baby, took a lot of our brain space for this last year. And there were so many times that we were thankful and there were so many times that we were like, what in the world? <laughs> how did this happen? We know how it happened, but how did this happen? And, and through all of that, there were, there were so many moments of just like, all right, Jesus, we have to trust you. We have to trust you with this move. We have to trust you with our kids starting new schools. We have to trust you with this unexpected baby. We have to trust you with future jobs, all of the things. And, and um, I wish I could stand up here and say like, and I trusted him every step of the way. Every step. That's not reality though. And in these last few weeks since Isaiah's been born, we've had these moments, you know, at like 2, 3, 4 a.m. where I'm holding him and we're walking around the living room and he's checking out the lights of the Christmas tree. He loves those. And you know he's tired, right? If you're a parent, you've had this experience with your babies where they're tired and they need to sleep, but they fight as hard as their little bodies can muster to fight against sleep, right? And they squawk and they cry and they kick and they push and they arch their backs and they try to do every possible thing they can to resist the one thing that they actually need. And I wish that stopped when we were babies but that's still me. And I'm thankful to have a father who holds me in his arms as I push and I buck and I squawk and I cry. And he holds me close to his heart and he rocks me gently and I get the rest that I need. And so as we step into 2023, we don't know what's in store. We don't know what hopes will be realized or what fears may be realized. But the good news is we have a father who holds us in his arms close to his heart and he gives us exactly what we need even when it doesn't feel like it. And I don't know about you, but I need to be reminded of that. I forget that so often. So we're gonna take a moment to pray with one another and you may have a prayer request that you would love for somebody to pray for a specific thing, or, or it may just be, hey, pray for me for this next year. Help me to remember that God is good and safe and trustworthy. But we're gonna take some time to turn to one another. Um, if there is a prayer request, go ahead and, and let the person near you know, and, and we're just gonna pray.
We're gonna pray that we would be able to trust Jesus as we step into this new year, that we would trust him with our hopes, with our fears, that we would trust him with our joys and our pains from last year, and that we would remember that he is a good, good father. So take a few moments and let's pray together. So the awkward time as a pastor where you interrupt people praying, which seems very counterintuitive to the job. Uh, but feel free to keep going. Um, one of the things that is challenging and encouraging for me when I think through this is it's really, really easy to say, like, trust Jesus this year. Right? Like, that's super easy to say, like, in a well-warmed room from the stage with a microphone, not knowing the minute details that each of you are wrestling with. Like, just trust Jesus. But then once you get into the nitty gritty of life, that's a lot easier said than done. And so it raises the question of like, how do we know we can trust Jesus? And for some of us, we have a long history of being able to look back and seeing his faithfulness, his goodness, his provision, his protection, his grace, his mercy, his love, all of these things. And for others, we look back and we can see some of those things, but we have those hurts. We have those hard areas and those struggles and those things that still haven't been worked out for the good of those who love him. And we hold both of those truths in tension. I think in moments like this, at least for me, one of the ways that I can feel certain that I can trust Jesus is we come to the table. We come to this practice that brothers and sisters in the faith around the world throughout generations have done to remember the goodness and trustworthiness of Jesus. The one who willingly left the comforts of heaven, who willingly left the Father's side, who took on flesh as a baby, born into vulnerability, born into a broken world to bring light and hope and freedom and forgiveness and liberation for oppressed and good news for the poor and all of these beautiful promises of heaven. The one who was sinless, who was without guilt or blame, who was unjustly accused and brought to an unjust trial and murdered. The innocent one who was murdered on our behalf to cleanse us of our guilt. And in his wisdom and in his love and in his grace, he gives us these symbols of bread and cup. To remember that he didn't just say, trust me, but he gave his life so that we could trust him. He gave us this reminder when it's hard to hope and hard to trust that we can trust him that we can follow him and depend on him and even when things are difficult and confusing and we can't make sense of the world, there is one thing that we can remember, he loves us. It's Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Never promised that it was gonna be easy, but he promised he would be with us. And so as a family, as we move into this new year, we come to the table together. We come to remember Jesus who laid down his life for us. And so the ushers will come forward, they'll dismiss us by rows, you'll be able to come up and receive the bread and the cup. Um, the clear cups are wine, the covered purple cups are, are juice uh, for the kids. 
for people who choose to drink juice instead of wine. And as the ushers dismiss you, we invite you to come forward and come to the table and remember Jesus, who is the trustworthy one.